When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast, where it's all about inspiring change and transforming lives. And here's your host. He's an Amazon best-selling author, six-figure blogger, internet marketer, and one of the top life coaches in the world, Stefan Palernos. Hey, everyone. This is Stefan from ProjectLifeMastery.com. Welcome to this live stream on YouTube. This is going to be an Ask Stefan Live. Um, I'm just got a, a few minutes right now. Actually, maybe I'm gonna spend about 30 minutes on this. I have a webinar coming up in about an hour or so. But I decided, you know what? Might as well do a live stream right here on YouTube and answer some of your guys' questions. I want to thank a lot of you for submitting a lot of the questions to me uh, over on YouTube and on Twitter. Um, a lot of you guys have commented in um, the Ask Stefan YouTube video that I put up, as well as tweeted me and uh, using the Ask Stefan hashtag. So I've seen all your questions, and I thought I uh, might as well take a stab at some of them and answer some of them right here on the live stream. Now, a lot of the questions are really, really good, and I think what I'm going to do for those ones is uh, I'm also going to go more in-depth with them in individual videos they'll publish to my YouTube channel because I think a lot of people can benefit from some of the questions that you guys have submitted. So uh, I'm going to go through kind of rapid fire here with a number of the questions and if you guys are live on this call right now, then you guys can submit your questions. There might be a way to leave a comment or a chat somehow. Uh, so if you have any questions that you want answered live, then just ask them on this session. All right, so let's jump into some of the questions. Uh, Gabriella asks, what camera do you use in your videos? I use a Panasonic GH4. Um, I used to use the Canon T4i, but I upgraded, I think, last year to the Panasonic GH4. I like it a lot better. Uh, however, I actually often use, I'm sure you guys have seen from a lot of my videos, it's just my iPhone. I got an iPhone 6S Plus that I upgraded to this year, and I find that it's a lot easier in a lot of cases just to record from my iPhone, especially if I'm on the road, if I'm traveling. Uh, I find that the camera quality be really good, and also you guys can see a little bit more about what I'm up to. Cool, share that on my iPhone. I don't have to lug around some uh, heavy camera equipment. Uh, next question is uh, from Kiki uh, Kiki Dun Dunnington, and she asks, "Hi, Stefan. I'm a 20, 20 year old female, and I'd like to start my first business." which would be making and selling my own product. I know I need to start getting traffic flow, but I'm not sure uh, how to get started, but my product out there and make a profit out of it. Can you please give me a step-by-step -step guide? Also, can you do a video about having a business and paying taxes? 
Uh, by the way, I love your videos. Please continue to put out great content videos for young entrepreneurs that want to start a business. Thank you very much. Okay. Um, it depends on what kind of product that you want to sell, but one of the most important things with selling a product is you need to make sure that first and foremost, there's a market and there's a demand there for the product. And you need to do the research beforehand. A lot of people, they have this great product idea that they think is going to make them a lot of money and they you know, spend all this time and money to put it out there. And then they later find out that there's no market demand there for it. So Doing the right research is the most important thing and also understanding the product you want to sell and the platform that you want to sell it on. So for example, if you want to sell a product on Amazon, then Amazon is a search engine where you can basically see uh, what people are searching for. You're able to look at the competing products, see exactly how well they're doing, and that will give you an idea of what's selling, what's profitable. Amazon has their bestseller list for different categories as well, and that will help you in your research process to see where you know, what people are looking for, what people are actually buying, which is very important because if you can take advantage of a hot trend, a hot market, then I think that's one of the best ways to, 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 to sell a product in that is going to de- uh, really determine how much success that you have. Same thing with Kindle publishing. You know, if you want to publish a book, you can't just think that I'm going to publish a book on this subject and that everyone's going to buy it. You have to know for sure. You have to have certainty of that, that there's a market and a demand. So you have to do the research to see exactly what people are buying, what keywords and phrases they're searching for, and then give people what they want. It's never about you. People, you know, they get so caught up in their ideas and it's more about them than the actual market consumer. You really have to make sure that you're giving people what they want, what they're actually looking for and it actually solves a problem or helps them achieve some sort of goal that people have. Um, so that's a very important piece of it. There's Amazon. There's also Google. You can, you know, find out, uh, you know, research on Google. There's the Google Keyword Planner that will show you exactly what search phrases people are searching for, how much volume of search different topics are getting. There's also Google Trends. You can actually see the trends um, based on different products as well. So do the right research first and foremost, and then also understand what kind of platform you want to sell on. I mean, the internet makes it easy these days because Amazon. Uh, is the number one online retailer, and they make it easy for you to launch a product on their platform. There's a variety of courses and strategies for that, whether it's Kindle publishing, if you want to launch a book, Kindle has their platform called KDP. There's online training courses for that as well. If you want to launch an app, there's online training courses for launching an app on mobile devices. Um, you know, there's, there's, uh, retail offline, uh, channels as well. So I think you got to get clear on what your business a strategy is and break it down step by step and then find the best resources that can help you in building this business and, and selling this product. Um, the other question you had is, you know, having a business and taxes taxes is always going to depend on where you live, the country, the state, the province, and the different tax laws with that. Now, typically, you know, you're a young entrepreneur. You don't really have to worry too much about taxes uh, you know, when you're first starting out, it's more so once you make, start making a significant amount of money. You know, once you start making a significant amount of money in your business, then you really want to make sure that you're optimizing your taxes and financial situation so that you're paying the least amount in taxes. Um, that's when a tax accountant becomes useful, uh, as well as lawyers as well. You know, I've invested a lot over the last two years 
in accounting and reading books on it. Uh, just because, you know, once again, you start making a certain amount of money, it becomes a lot more important for you. Um, when you're first starting out, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs are going to start off as a sole proprietor. You don't need to set up a corporation. The only cases I really recommend someone that's starting out to start with a corporation would be if uh, you already have a lot of personal assets, maybe a lot of real estate or a lot of investments, and you want to protect those. And so in that case, setting up a corporation will give you an extra layer of, of protection through liability as opposed to being a sole, uh, sole proprietor in case anyone sues you or anything. Um, so I wouldn't really worry about it too much right now. And of course, okay, next question that I have, and cool, we've got 44 people that are watching this live. You guys just joined. You can submit questions here. We're doing an Ask Stefan Live campaign right now for the next about 20 minutes or so. Uh, hi, Stefan. This is from um, Madane. Hi, Stefan. I just started a coaching program with a life coach. I have a call with him every two weeks for 30 minutes. How do I make the most out of these coaching sessions? Thank you. Um, okay, great that you found a coach. I think there's there's two different things to look at here. There's mentors and there's coaches. I view a mentor as someone that already has a result that you want, that basically is in a certain business or industry that's similar or related to yours, and they're able to provide you the how-to step-by-step. I hire mentors, for example, for Facebook marketing, for online business. Uh, you know, People hire me for Kindle publishing or Amazon FBA or blogging and stuff because I can give them the different strategies and show them the step, the path, the map to get to where they want to go. A coach is more someone that doesn't have to be specific to your industry, but it's someone that can help inspire you, motivate you, hold you accountable, help you overcome some of the obstacles and blocks that you have that are holding you back. So I think it's important to have both in your life and to understand the purpose of of each of them because you'll be able to get different things from different coaches. Uh, When it comes to life coaches, um, you know, I think first and foremost is understanding that it's your responsibility to take action and also have an open mind and listen to what your coach is saying. You're really going to get the most, you're, you're going to get whatever you put into it, right? So making sure that you're going to each session prepared, uh, you know, you have a list of questions, topics, things that you need help with. Uh, you have a specific outcome of what you want to get from each session. Uh, one thing I do with my clients is I have them send me a meeting prep form before every one of our sessions. You know, before someone even signs up to signs up with me, they got to send me a questionnaire, which basically helps me learn their goals, their challenges, uh, a little bit about their history, uh, who their role models are, how they want to be coached, how I'll deal with them if they fall behind. And I try to gather as much information as I can. So the more information you can provide your coach beforehand, the easier it's going to be for him to be able to add value to you. Um, same thing with the meeting prep form. Before every session, making sure you prepare. I prepare for every session that I have with every client. You know, So you might only have a 30-minute session, but your coach is maybe preparing for 30 minutes uh, before that 30-minute session with you as well. So uh, understanding that and providing information uh, for the coach. Another thing is taking notes um, and, you know, as much as you can during your coaching sessions. Uh, also making sure you have a specific set of actions that you can take after your sessions as well, because that's where the real value is. You know, you're going to get over 30 minutes with your coach, a lot of valuable information, tools, and resources, but it's up to you to take massive action with whatever it is 
by the next time you talk to your coach, you can at least share with him what you did do, what challenges you had, and at least you're progressing towards your goals. The main thing is always making progress. Progress is the most important thing. Uh, if you can make progress, you know you don't necessarily have to achieve your goal, but if you can make progress towards it, then that's going to be uh, the real value uh, of the sessions that you get. So playful out with your coach. Um, take notes. Take massive action. You know I've coached people that unfortunately you know haven't applied themselves or taken certain actions, and it's a shame because. They're not getting the maximum value that they can get from their coach. I have other clients that are fully committed. They take massive action. They listen to what, what do I what I say. Um, you know, they're they, they, they're creative. They're resourceful. They do what it takes. And those are always the people that get the best results. You can't expect a coach just to solve everything for you. You have to do your part, and your part is the most important thing. Okay, look behind you asks, do I need a business license if I want to sell online as a full-time job? The answer is no. Um, again, it does depend on where you live, the tax laws of where you live as well. But in the United States and in Canada and most places, you can start an online business just as a sole proprietor. And then once you um, you know, once you start making a certain amount of money or, you know, depending if you want to start off this way, you can set up a corporation or an LLC. But again, these are things you want to maybe do some research on based on your location of where you live and the tax laws in your country and also talking with an accountant uh, that can help you with that also. <clears throat> okay, uh, next question is from Kick Davis. I'm in my... Well, all this for work. I'm basically unemployable because every job I've had, I've gotten fired from, even one that paid six figures. So I decided to employ myself, but all the stress of being an entrepreneur is just as unfulfilling as a working a nine to five. I have more freedom, but I still feel unfulfilled. What is your solution to finding work that's fulfilling? Okay, good question. I think one is you have a bit of a limiting story there of being unemployable, okay, and, you know, getting fired from jobs and everything. I think there might be some deeper conflicts, inner conflicts that you have there that might be worth exploring, uh, you know, with that. But holding on to the story that I'm un unemployable, that's not really going to serve you in your life. Uh, you are employable. You just have to identify the patterns that are holding you back. And once you can overcome those, then, you know, you're going to be able to achieve whatever it is that you want. Finding something that's fulfilling. Now, understand that depending on where you currently are, you know, being able to do something and having as your passion fulfillment might not be a luxury that you can have when you're starting out. You know, for me, you know, I didn't start off being able to do what I'm doing right now. I started off, you know, doing jobs that I wasn't fulfilled by, but I did it because it was an opportunity for me to make money. You know, when I was like 18 years old, I worked at a car dealership. You know, I didn't enjoy that. That wasn't my mission or my purpose in life, but I did that because it actually gained, you know, helped me pay my bills, uh, helped me some achieve some other goals that I had, but also taught me some valuable skills that I'm thankful for to this day. You know, when I was uh, even younger than that in high school and even in elementary school, I always had to work for the family business. Um, I hated doing construction and doing that stuff, but it taught me hard work, discipline, and a lot of very useful skills. Again, it wasn't the most fulfilling thing, but again, you can't always expect everything to fulfill you in your life. Now, with that being said, uh, I would focus first and foremost, making some money, creating some freedom. You know, for me, Kindle publishing is not 
my mission or my purpose in life. But again, I did that because I wanted to focus on making passive income to become financially free. But once I was free, I didn't have to worry about money. Then I could focus on my passion and my mission, which was Project Life Mastery, blogging, YouTube, which is typically something that doesn't really initially make you money, right? But I wouldn't have been able to spend all this time building Project Life Mastery uh, you know, if I still had a job and all that sort of stuff, it's the passive income from Kindle that allowed me to build what I have today, the brand that I have. Now, with that being said, you have to understand that there's six human needs that Tony Robbins talks about. I highly recommend that you uh, watch some Tony Robbins videos to understand these needs. Go to his seminars to really even understand it a lot deeper. But the six human needs are there's a need for certainty, there's a need for variety, significance, connection, and love. Those first four needs are the needs of the personality. The last two needs are the needs of the spirit, which are what are going to make you truly fulfilled, and that's growth and contribution. Okay, growth and contribution, meaning you have to find a career that fulfills those two core needs. You have to feel like you're growing. If you're not growing, then you're dying. So you have to make sure that whatever it is that you're doing, you're experiencing growth. You're becoming better. You're becoming, you know, it's helping you fulfill your potential of who you want to be. You also have to need to have a sense of contribution. Contribution is what's going to make you feel the most alive. And you can be contributing but not fully associated and feeling the impact of your contribution. So making sure that you are helping other people, you're solving their problems, and you're associating to that fully is what's going to really make you feel the most alive. But also, you know, you can find fulfillment in anything. It's all your mindset. Uh, A really good book that I also recommend is called Man's Search for Meaning by Viktor Frankl because here's a man who's a psychiatrist, psychiatrist who was in a Nazi concentration camp during World War II, and they're suffering all around him, and he researched and studied what makes people thrive in that environment, and he found a way that you can have meaning and purpose in anything, even in environments of suffering. So that's an inspirational book that I also recommend. Uh, All right, let's see, next question. Uh, This is from Hanson. He says, hi, Stefan. I just want to acknowledge you for your passion and hustle for your work. Also, thank you for being an inspiration for me and my life. My question is, what are different ways I can improve the quality of my book? I outsource the writing of my book. Do I outsource it again for someone else uh, to continue improving it? Thanks, Stefan. Okay, great question. <laughs> it's always kind of funny for me when people uh, misspell my name, when my name is like right there on the video, you know, like ask Stefan hashtag, and people use ask Stefan with it. Uh, anyways, your book, I think you're referring to Kindle Publishing. You published a book. Um, might have gone through my K Money Mastery program. Uh, there's a variety of ways. Okay, number one is you can improve the book yourself. And basically, improving the book basically means looking at the book and asking yourself, how can I make this better? How can I add more value to the consumer? Uh, so it could be improving the content, the information of the book. It could even be improving the formatting, the spelling, the grammar of the book so that the content information is more easily consumable. For the consumer, it's maybe more engaging for the consumer. Uh, It could also mean adding more information and content for the book. So, for example, covering certain topics that your consumer wants. One thing that you can do that I always recommend is that with your books is to look at the other books in the market. If you look on Amazon or on Kindle, the other competing books, and that will give you a lot of information of what people want. You know, you can even buy or even just preview the table of contents of the other books out there and see what subjects 
that they're covering within their books. And then you can include some of those different topics in your book as well. You can read your competitors' Amazon reviews. You can look to see the worst negative reviews that they have and see what their complaints are, see what their feedback is and maybe what um, is missing in their books. And that's all information that you can include uh, in your book so that you can, again, add more value to the consumer. So those are some of the ways you can improve the book. But in terms of how you actually do it, you can either do it yourself. You can hire someone to do it for you. So you can, for example, find a freelance ghostwriter or you can find um, you know, a writing company, which some, sometimes can be useful as well. That I like to use writing companies because they already have the team in place. They already have the editors, the proofreaders. And they already have that. You don't have to micromanage the freelance writer as much. Um, you know, or you can just find who originally wrote the book. And if they did a good job and you just want them to add more content to it, then just go back to the original writer and actually ask them and pay them to add more content to the book. So there's a lot of different ways of doing it, but you don't have to make it more complicated than it is. Okay, here's a question from Nick. Hi, Stefan. Great to have an opportunity to ask you. Could you tell me when have you chosen your path and why and how you decided to take this one? I mean the path of your life that you have right now. All the best. Okay, great question. Um, you know, I came from a lot of suffering when I was younger. I, you know, didn't have the best family life. I was depressed. I was shy, introverted. I just wasn't really aware of the challenges and, and whatnot that I had, but I was very isolated in my life and just very unhappy. And when I was 17 years old, I discovered self-development, uh, specifically Tony Robbins. And Tony Robbins really inspired me, really uplifted me, really showed me what was possible uh, in life, if you change your beliefs, your mindset, and really made me believe that you can change. Anybody can change. Anyone can improve themselves. And so I got on this path of self-development. And um, I also got into improving my confidence, my social skills, because that was the area of my life that I was the most focused on it at that time. Because when you're 17 years old, really, your only goals when you're 17 really are to have friends and be popular and to have a girlfriend. So that was my goal when I was that age. And I really wanted to improve my confidence. And so I remember reading different ebooks and getting into dating and uh, you know reading self development books and then investing in different seminars and programs. And within a few years, I made such a big transformation in my life, my confidence, my certainty, my beliefs, my happiness that I just became more and more passionate about self development. And uh, over the years, uh, I just became the kind of person that was you know just had accumulated so much information and experience and was coaching friends and sharing with other people that. Uh, you know, I, I, when it came to really deciding what I want to do for a career, I just really asked myself, what's my passion? What do I love? And for me, I love meeting people. I love helping people and I love improving myself. And uh, just so happened that the internet, um, you know, obviously was becoming bigger and bigger, but provided these opportunities for anyone to be able to share themselves online. And, uh, you know, I started just, you know, sharing information in different books and publishing online and then blogging and then uh, YouTube and podcasting and creating different products and information. And the internet has just made it very easy uh, for anyone to be able to share themselves. And that's uh, really an amazing opportunity and also be able to make money from it as well. If you learn a little bit about business and marketing and, and um, you know, some of the strategies there also. So, you know, for me, it just, it, it, it comes down to just really knowing myself, knowing my passion, my purpose. And I found for most people, their passions in life and their purpose usually reflects their past and maybe challenges that they had. And again, coming back to the growth and the contribution, anytime you can share with people and give, then that's always what's going to light you.
Live right now. Welcome everyone. If there's any questions, you guys can post it right here as a comment. Uh, or if you guys want to submit questions that I'm unable to answer on this call, then just leave it as a comment. But also, you can tweet me using hashtag AskStefan, and I'll do the best that I can to answer them for you guys as well uh, in some other videos. All these questions are great. Um, I'm, I'm excited for some of them. I'm going to maybe do some separate videos for them and answer them uh, for you guys because I think I can go a little bit more in depth with some of them. But I only have a few minutes left, so I'll maybe take a few more questions. Okay, the Amazing Odyssey has a question. Tiff Tito, I'm looking into the most recommended things to do to see success in an online business. I'm struggling with what works and what seems like it's working now, but might not be as beneficial if I just focus on a specific area. Sometimes I feel like I'm doing too much of everything else and not enough of what matters. I have a website and a YouTube channel. I'm trying to plan products around that now and save so I can invest. But what else can I focus on until then that will carry through into giving me long-term results? I want a decent income stream to travel and work wherever I am, as well as give back in a number of ways. I guess the real question would be, what is the 20% that gives you 80% of the results? In as much detail as you can, please. <laughs> okay, well, I could you know, create a whole video just on this subject alone, but I think it's recognizing you know, what is your real outcome? Is your outcome to make money? Is your outcome to do something that you love? You know, uh, because if it's to make money, you know, there's there's probably ten easier ways of making money online than YouTube and blogging is. Uh, a lot of people they want to do blogging and YouTube, but you have to recognize that blogging and YouTube is a long term process before you can make money from it. And truthfully, not everyone can make money on YouTube or a blog. You know, not everyone maybe has a personality that other people are going to resonate with because it takes a certain person personality, uh, you know, all that sort of stuff to, that people want to watch you or listen to you, or maybe you're an expert or provide expertise on a certain subject. So I don't think necessarily everyone can be successful with those things. Maybe some people more than others, but again, recognizing what is your goal? You know, you mentioned you want to travel and you want to be able to make a decent income stream. Well, I can provide for you some easier ways of making money that are a lot faster than YouTube and blogging is. For example, Kindle publishing, in my opinion, out of everything that I've done, I found it to be the easiest and fastest way for a newbie to get started and start making money. You know, YouTube and blogging takes months before you can expect to make any money. And even for me, it took months and I already had several years of online marketing background and experience. Um, you know, Kindle publishing, you can be a brand new beginner and literally start making money within your first month. Okay. And I'm blown away by that still because I remember for me that, you know, some of the other things I was doing to make money before take me months before I'd expect to make any money from it. So, you know, if that's your outcome, I'd always recommend, and I still recommend people start with Kindle publishing. Uh, you know, you don't have to be a writer. You can hire people to write books for you. You don't need a lot of money to get started into it. You can uh, find ghost writers inexpensively. You can start off with short books. You don't have to have these long, massive books. You have to understand the publishing world has changed massively over the last few years where Amazon and Kindles made it that anyone can write a book, anyone can publish their book, anyone can share their message online and be able to sell it on Amazon if they choose to. They made that option available to anyone anywhere in the world and their platform just makes it very easy and simple for you. So I coach people and I recommend to people start with Kindle, start making some money, 
You can work on your blog and YouTube as well. Do that as a side hobby or passion. Work on that on the side. Build it up. That's what I did. I did Kindle uh, you know, as my primary income stream, and then I did Project Life Mastery just on the side, um, you know, and uh, you know, do both simultaneously. So that's what I would recommend. And of course, if you want to know more about Kindle publishing, I've got a great course called K Money Mastery. Go to KeyMoneyMastery.com. Head on over there. It's helped you know so many people make money. We've got people making six figure incomes from it. People that are just brand new to online marketing. And I think Kindle opens the doors to a lot of other ways of making money online. So, for example, um, in my program, I also teach you affiliate marketing, a lot of general online marketing concepts that will help you as a strong foundation in anything else that you get into. You know, because a lot of the principles and the strategies are the same of, of Kindle amongst other platforms as well. And so, the education that you're getting from the program and what I'm teaching there can be applied to almost any business. Uh, just to answer another question that you had was, what's the 20% that gives 80% of the results? It does depend on the, the, the business that you're in. But in, in my business, in YouTube, uh, the, the 20% that gives 80% of the results is just content. High quality content as much as possible. That's basically the most important thing you need to be doing because the more content you have, the more people are going to attract to you. Uh, with publishing as well, you know, any anything online, you know, producing high quality content is what's going to generate more sales, more traffic to you. Uh, even you know, different products and courses are made up of high quality content. Uh, so providing that for people is what's going to be the most important thing that you need to focus on. Okay, I'll answer uh, one more question here real quick. This is from Riptide Mist. Um, okay, quick question. I'm a junior in high school and I struggle to study. I'm just not motivated. I want to become an entrepreneur when I grow up. Do you have any tips or ways to motivate myself? Thanks and keep up the good work. Good question. You know, when I was in high school, I was not motivated to study at all. In fact, I used to think that I was uh, I was stupid. I didn't think that I was, I thought that I was lazy. I didn't have any discipline. Um, and what happened was, you know, when I got out of high school and I discovered self-development, all of a sudden this, this motivation ignited within myself where I just got super motivated because all of a sudden I actually cared and saw the value in what I was learning. I, I had, had goals and things that became important for me. And I think, you know, Right when you're in school, you, you don't have any empowering reasons or goals to really motivate you to study and to actually do good at school. And I think you need to identify what your outcome is and why you want it because that's the most important part of any goal. Uh, you know, you, you can try to give someone and force someone to study or learn a certain subject, but if they don't see the value in it, if they don't have an outcome that's important and they don't have strong enough reasons why, then obviously they're not going to study and do well at that. So. I think you know you, you want to be an entrepreneur. Uh, you want to motivate yourself. I think it starts with having goals for yourself, uh, attainable goals, and, and seeing the value of that. And also asking yourself, why do I want this? Why do I want to be an entrepreneur? Also, if you can find value and reasons in school now, in high school, then that can also help prepare you. So, for example, look at school right now as an opportunity to improve your discipline, to improve your motivation, to improve your ability to learn things. You know, and, and, and come at it from that perspective. And I think you'll start to 
actually maybe enjoy studying in school a little bit more, if you see that the value and the principles you learn from that can actually help you when you become an entrepreneur, right? So try to look for the value uh, you know, and, and the benefit of the school and the situation that you're in right now and seeing how that can actually help you uh, as being an entrepreneur. But, you know, I would say that's my biggest tip is have compelling goals, have strong reasons why, uh, really dig deep and make sure that you want it bad. You know, great questions that I often ask myself is why do I want this? Why is this a must? Why is this important for me? If I don't make this happen, what will that cost me in my life? What are the consequences of doing it? What will I miss out on? When you ask certain questions like that, then that can help evoke some emotion to get yourself propelled to take action. And then other than that, I also recommend having a form of accountability, whether that's a coach, a friend, a mentor, somebody that can hold you accountable to push you when you don't feel like doing certain things. You know, I I have mastermind groups and coaches that I, I have in my life, and I don't always feel like doing certain things, but I have them to kick my ass whenever I need it because that can help propel me into action. So having systems like that is key. And then what happens is over time, when you find something you love and are passionate about, you really don't have to motivate yourself that much for it because it, you know you, you find that you get addicted to the process of it. You know I'm gonna work out a little bit later today. I woke up this morning, did my morning ritual. It doesn't take any discipline for me. It's like an addiction. Like I, I, I can't not go to the gym. When I'm sick, I still go to the gym, even when I shouldn't, because I love it so much. I'm so addicted to it. I, I work all the time and I do certain things like this even when I shouldn't because I just am so addicted to it. I love it. It's fun for me. So I don't have to motivate, motivate myself all the time. I feel pulled towards it instead of being having to push myself towards it, which always is a much more powerful place to be. So that comes partly from having a strong vision and strong reasons why. Okay, maybe I'll answer one more question for you guys. And if you guys have a higher chance of me uh, answering the questions for you, because some of you guys have written, I'm uh, just looking at some of the comments for you know several paragraphs, and that's uh, takes me a little bit of time to to be able to go through an answer. So if you can just provide a short question, uh, that's obviously a lot better for me. Okay, this is from Ryan Trahan, and he says, Stefan, with a starting investment of five hundred dollars, what do you believe is the best thing for a teenager to begin doing online to make money? Great question. Now, first, I don't think you need $500. Um, You know, in fact, especially when you're first starting out with something, I would try to keep your expenses as low as possible because whenever you start something new, you have to understand when you start something new, there's going to be some failure, there's going to be some road bumps, there's going to be some obstacles. And really, the money that you're starting with to invest is really more so for the education and what you're going to learn from the process. Because you know, once you once you've been doing something for a while and you get really good at it and you understand it, that's when you can really invest more money into it and get really good returns. So, for example, um, with online businesses, I'd recommend something like Kindle publishing, which I mentioned before. It's one of the easiest and fastest ways, especially if you're a beginner, to get started. Also, if you can do as much stuff yourself at the beginning. Uh, rather than paying and you know investing in other things, that's also going to benefit you. I recommend getting a good course. That's a must. That's always going to save you more money and time. If you're ever going in at something without a course or a training, you're just crazy and stupid in my opinion because 
you just don't get it. You know, you're just going to waste so much time and money in the process of trying to learn things when someone that's already done it can save you so much time and money and frustration and basically provide the strategies for you. So for example, if you want to do Kindle publishing and you do it without my course, you're going to, you know, you're going to basically spend years trying to learn everything in my course, or you can just invest in it and I can share what I've learned over the years with you and you can just do it that much faster. So really it's just a no brainer to get a course. Get a training course. That's really the most important thing that you need. And then I would try to, to, to save as much money as you can in the process and just learn the process at the beginning. So if it's a, you know, if you're doing Kindle publishing, then I would either write the book yourself or inexpensively hire someone to write a quality but short book for you just so you can get started. You can get a book written for about $100, uh, a quality book that's about 20 to 25 pages that you can sell for $0.99 cents to $2.99 on Kindle. Start with that. I would start doing some of the marketing yourself. You don't have to invest and spend a lot of money on marketing your books or anything like that. Uh, you know, Hire someone to get a cover done. There's ways you can get it done for $5, uh, a quality cover. But again, don't try to be perfect the first time. Look at it as learning a process. There's a learning curve that you're going through. And try to, again, keep your investment low. And then once you start having a bit of success with that and you know what you're doing, you have some experience, then you can start to do it again and ramp it up and start investing some more money. You can start with another book, invest a little bit more money in that because now you have certainty. Now you know that you understand the process, you have some experience, so you know what to expect. So I always recommend keep your expenses low at the beginning, mitigate your risk, um, you know, learn the process, understand it takes a little bit of time to learn things, to really become good at things. Uh, you can't really expect yourself to all of a sudden get into something brand new and all of a sudden be an expert, get rich from it. You know, you have to go through that learning curve and go through some of those road bumps and obstacles before you get it. And then once you do, then making money becomes easy thereafter that. So I'd recommend with K-Money Mastery, kmoneymastery.com. Of course, I'm biased. It's my program, but I put my heart and soul into it. Uh, I believe in it. I'm so passionate about it. I've seen so many success stories from it, even to this day inside our Facebook group and all the members, people that reach out to me. So I believe that to be the best way. However, there's many ways online. You just got to find what is best for you and uh, make sure that you learn from someone that you trust uh, someone that uh, you know has the experience and someone that can guide you to get to where you want to go. All right, so we're going to end things there. Uh, I want to thank you guys for joining me. Hopefully you guys got some value from this. I was able to answer some of your questions. I know there's a lot more. Uh, it's literally impossible for me to get to all of them because as I'm answering questions, there's more questions that are coming in. So like I said, I'll probably do this more often. Um, I'll, I'll do some individual videos on certain uh, uh, questions that you guys submitted that I think will warrant their own individual video that requires a little bit more in-depth with that. Um, I'm actually going to be traveling to Japan on Tuesday. I'm going to Japan for about a week, and then I'm going to Thailand and Bali and probably Australia. So I'm actually going to be traveling for a few months and videos on different locations and all that as well. So I'm really looking forward to that. Uh, traveling with my girlfriend should be a lot of fun. If you guys are in any of the locations or areas that I'll be traveling to, definitely let me know. Um, but uh, lots more content coming for you guys, a lot more videos uh, coming to you guys as well. So stay tuned. Um, again, check out projectlifemastery.com. Head on over to the blog. i uh, got more great content there. Make sure that you guys are on my uh, podcast and subscribe there on iTunes. 
Project Life Mastery. If you guys want to listen to this stuff, uh, you can do that as well. And of course, check out the different uh, programs that I have because a lot of the programs I have, uh, you know, you think my YouTube videos are good. The products I go in that I that I've created go to everything a lot more in de- in detail and in depth and cover everything from start to finish, step by step, and has really uh, helped take people's lives to the next level. So if you want to start an online business, get K Money Mastery, KMoneyMastery.com. It's inexpensive. I've kept it inexpensive that way so that people can get started with it. Uh, great business to get into. I still recommend it. Lots of money to be made. Uh, we'll teach you a lot of valuable skills in building an online business. Uh, also, check out Morning Ritual Mastery, you know, my self-development program. You know, a lot of people struggle with the mindset and a lot of things that I see here about discipline and all that, you know, that that can be solved with the Morning Ritual. Morning Ritual Mastery will help you with that. It will help you get yourself into action and be disciplined with doing a morning ritual, which will help transform every other area, area of your life. So um, check out the programs that I have, guys, all the things that I have available. I, I've created them for a reason to help you guys to get to where you want to go. And, um, you know, I've had a lot of people that have gotten amazing benefit from them. So thank you guys again. Um, looking forward to talking again soon. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. Make sure to visit the blog at www.projectlifemastery.com for more videos, podcasts, and articles that can help you take your life to the next level. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.